0: and for all of the women in your lives, past, present, and future, to honor our matriarchal lines, all who came before and all who will come after. J-Ma. J-Ma, 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 J-ma. Hi everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. I am your host, McLean McGowan. I am recording from Los Angeles. It's late at night. My family's asleep. It is November 4th. So when this episode airs, we most likely will know who our president is. Uh, still very much in the unknown right now as I record. And it's such a collective moment where we all, this whole year really, when I look back at this time a year ago, in November, but really since the beginning of 2020 there's just been so much unknown and the veils keep on lifting the layers keep on peeling back so we're still there we're still in it and i think for some people that thought november 3rd would be the the shifting tide automatically you know it's a wake up call that it's not so we persevere we keep on keeping on and are learning to sit in the unknown so much more And I've, over the past six or eight months, had so many downloads in my own life, so I'm sure you do too, and I'd love to hear about them. I would love to know ways in which you are showing up differently in your life, the lessons you have learned through this time, through this portal of awakening, and it'd be really beautiful to know your own journey so that we can share them, I can share them here on the podcast, so... I will be putting some things out on Instagram, some polls, and you're always welcome to reach out to me, McLean at motherthemother.com. That's M-C-L-E-A-N at motherthemother.com. And I am currently creating some beautiful content, some new ways to work together, some new programs. So all of that will be coming out soon. So please reach out if you'd like to join my newsletter. I am now taking emails to do that. Um, so please reach out to me. I would love to hear from you where you are in your journey, what's going on, how I could be of support. So I just drew a card from the earth wars Oracle. And you know what? I haven't pulled in a couple of weeks. I've been so busy. I've been working every day. It's still been saga with the, um, Figuring out the perfect childcare situation with my kids and the school or the unschool or the outdoor school. And here we are in November. So it's, you know, it's been quite a journey of two months. And I think as of two days ago, I've figured it out what's working. So, you know, sometimes it's just that reminder that God or spirit does things for me that I could not do for myself. And That can be thinking I'm on the right path and being loyal to certain things or committing to a school because I think it's the right thing for all involved, et cetera, et cetera. And then things change. And, you know, I'm I'm learning to trust the flow so much more and it's exhausting, but I'm actually feeling really good about the help we have lined up now. My girls seem so happy, so Again, always so much gratitude, always so many blessings, and it's relentless, right? <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm talking about, mamas. Um, okay, so the card that I just pulled is Kantor Yakak, Blessings from the Son of Hana Pacha. And it is the spirit of the animal Condor. Condor swiftly brings the will of great spirit to earth through the gift of powerful medicine Despite great odds, even in the face of what may appear to be an inevitable defeat, extraordinary triumph is at hand. This is the prophecy of resurrection, of the rising up of what was thought to be lost. It shall happen with unexpected and surprising swiftness. Your divine destiny is now held in the guiding hand of a great spiritual master. Condors are born with their eyes open, but do not have vocal cords to speak. You have always been seen clearly, trust in this, even if you struggle to find the words to express all that you see. Condors reveal emotion through changes in their skin color. This is a reminder to trust what your body is telling you. Your bodily intuition is a form of wisdom. You have a spiritual connection to the cosmic Christ consciousness, the universal sacred heart seeking to awaken itself in humanity. Your divine life purpose involves assuming the role of leader, guide, healer, an earth warrior for love on this planet in your own unique way. An inviolable spiritual protection surrounds you. Okay, a little bit more. Condor is the ancient bird of the Andes. Once flying alongside saber-toothed tigers, this is the largest flying bird in the world. It is also one of the oldest species on earth, soaring to great heights and for hours at a time with little or no movement of its wings. Condor holds the medicine of strength, spiritual connection, and grace. With a lifespan similar to that of a human being and the ability to soar at exceptional speed, it also carries the gifts of longevity and swiftness. Condor has been on the brink of extinction many, many times, yet it still survives, even in the wild. At the top of the food chain, the condor is rarely a hunter, taking life. Feeding off carrion instead, its medicine brings cleansing and protection, and as it is able to process toxins that would be harmful to other creatures. Mm, I'm going to have to investigate more condor intel. But how beautiful. I mean, you know, we're here. And we're here for a reason. And we're here to shine. And we're here to step into that warrior mode. I did a beautiful training Over the past couple of days, a hypnosis training, which I'm so psyched to start doing with clients and my postpartum clients, Um, truly life-changing. And I will be sharing more as I go down this path. But our teacher was saying that now truly is the time. We are transitioning now into the realm of the divine feminine for the next couple thousand of years. We'll be in transit and it's not going to be comfortable and we may want to shirk responsibility. We may not want to show up, but the thing is, is we kind of have to, I mean, we really have to, I mean, now is the time we are here. It is an honor, even though many days it may not feel that way. Um, I think a lot of us right now are feeling so many things. We have so many responsibilities on us. I mean, so many women have been forced to quit careers and jobs um, in order to take care of their children and their mental health of their children and to be home so they can learn online schooling. And it's just so loaded and it's so resentment-inducing and, you know, it's just a lot as I've been talking about as we've all been talking about it, as we've all been sharing. So it's really so important to come back to that self-care because it's kind of like we're not getting any trophies just by being here and not being happy or not being fulfilled or being resentful or, you know what I mean? Like we have to actually figure out How to get resourced and resource ourselves so then we can resource our kids and our families and our partners and the people we work with and our clients and our bosses and our employees, you know, it's like it's a huge cycle. And so I really do think that there will be so much beauty that continues to spring from this moment in time, this moment in history, this wild moment in history And learning how to work together more, how to support our community more, and just being sisters for each other, you know, sister to sister, that's how we're going to change this world. And it starts so simply, you know, taking food to a new mom down the street, asking your elderly neighbor what you can pick up from them at the grocery store. Um, Even if you don't know them well, you know, just these little things like bringing our humanity back. And I feel like especially if you live in a city, we've kind of lost this. We've lost this art. I'm from the South. And so we had a lot of that. And now I'm in a neighborhood which feels like that. And I'm just noticing how good it feels. And... How much I miss that living in the concrete jungle in a busy part of LA. So I'm drinking. Also, I want to share my favorite new hot chocolate. It's Chocolate Gold from Organifi, and I'm starting to be an affiliate with them. So if you are interested in trying any of their products, which are fabulous, and I love all of the ones that I've been trying, I do the Gold Chocolate every single night, sometimes during the day too, if I need a little chocolate love, and the Pumpkin Spice Gold. And I've just started doing the green juice and the red juice, which I put in water because a little known fact about McLean McGowan is I hate drinking water. It's a real thing. I hate drinking water. I always have. And I have to kind of trick myself into drinking water. And the red juice is my current fave and my my kids love it too. And it's got so many antioxidants and fruits and veggies in it. And so anyway, I'll put the code in my show notes if you're interested in trying. They are really high-grade and potent supplements. And I don't promote anything that I actually don't use and like. That's just a deal I have with myself. So if I'm sharing it on here, it means that I really use it and I really love it. And... um. It's not cheap because it's high quality and it's the real deal. So, um, use a code if you want to try it. Anyway, that's my nightly treat. I also did just to be completely transparent, just eat two to three slices of pumpkin pie standing up in my dark kitchen. Um, which I guess is like stress eating (laughs) for today. I didn't really mean to do that and it just happened. I was like, oh, okay, that happened. I must be having some big feelings. Um, I think I'm just tired. And honestly, I've been so busy that I haven't been even thinking about the election that much, which is weird. Um, Because I feel like it's so much what everyone's talking about. But I've just literally been full, full days working and in course and study and then with my kids. Um, But anyway, I wanted to share that through this portal of time, really all summer, I've touched on this a little bit, but all summer, I just knew I was going through transformation. I didn't know how to put words to it, didn't know how to explain it, so I didn't really want to talk about it. But I did talk to one of or two of my really close besties, and that's what I would say. I was like, "I know I'm going through something. I'm going through a metamorphosis, you know, a rebirth." A new layer of skin, whatever it is, but I don't know how to put words to it. And then when I did my Vedic chart reading in September with Charlotte Benson, who I love and I highly recommend, feel free to DM me if you're interested. I found out about her from Srimati, who is a mentor of mine, beloved water tiger community leader and friend. And Charlotte Benson is her Vedic reader. Anyway, it was something I wanted to do to treat myself, and I've been wanting to do a Vedic chart for a long time. And it was such a beautiful gift. Uh, It was soon after landing back in L.A., after being in Tennessee for three months. And the Vedic chart is different than the Western, and so your signs change. And I truly felt fully seen for the first time in my life. And as she describes it, the Western astrology is a snapshot of you, and the Vedic astrology is like an MRI. That's how deep it goes. And at least for me, I can say, it was that I felt that she was just pulling all of these random different points of my life. She just tied them all together and brought them together in such a potent way. And she made it very clear that, yes, I was going through a big midlife crisis slash awakening. And I was like, yeah, of course I am. That's that's of course what it is. But it didn't feel, um, you know, what we th- normally think of about a midlife crisis, um, wasn't in pain. Wasn't getting a divorce. Wasn't getting a red sports car. Wasn't getting a boob job. Wasn't getting Botox. You know all those kind of stereotypical things. Um, but it was. It's a reminder, and it's a daily reminder for me that life is life, and life is ever changing. And I think I just wanted to get on here and say, allow yourself to change. Allow yourself. To recreate yourself all the time. And it's so easy to get stuck in the labels and the things we've been working towards. And then when you get them, you often are finished with them. And, you know, we all have different ways of being. And some people can work at one job their entire life, and that's really gratifying for them. And maybe it's not even a job they love, but it's fine, you know, and it has a good paycheck. And it, allows them to live the life they're really comfortable with. Other people, the second you kind of master it, you're over it. You're ready for the next thing. And that can be seen as flighty. It can also just be you're a master and you learn things quickly and you're ready. Like your reincarnation this time, your lifetime goal is to learn and master things quickly and you move through them. So I just want to offer support yourself, support your own journey. Don't compare yourself to everyone else. I have... Really realized in the past month that I am, when it comes to certain topics, a lot of things in my life I'm really flexible about. I don't care about a lot of outside things, but what I've realized when it comes to my career and work and ego and self-worth and work, um, I'm very stubborn. I have to apparently get hit over the head with a frying pan so many freaking times to get the fucking memo. Does anyone else like that? Are you like that? I've had similar feelings over the past three, maybe even four years about certain things of my work. And I love my work. I mean, I have such a soul calling to the postpartum work and just the motherhood realm in general, pregnancy, all of it. I mean, it is my soul work, but it's changing and it's evolving and I got amazing clients and there's so much I love about my work that the little pings, the little downloads, the little red flags that then over time get bigger and bigger. I just wanted to squash, you know, I would rationalize, I would just look at the silver lining and just kind of quiet that down and now in the past literally couple of days I have turned a corner with that and just got really real with myself and said, look, I'm ready for a change. I'm going to change. I'm going to do it. I'm not going to ignore this anymore. And even just changing that energy to accept my true feelings, which sounds so crazy, but to really allow what I was feeling to come up and like fully see it without trying to squash it down, I've already energetically turned a major corner. That I haven't been able to do in the past couple of years. So I just wanted to share that because I know from those of you that are reaching out to me, you guys are in major transitions as well. And yes, this like COVID situation, pandemic, whatever it is, has brought so much up to the forefront, but it's also the time we're living in, right? It's a lot of change and massive change. And It's not letting up. I actually think it's going to be really intense for the next seven years. And that can feel super daunting and overwhelming, but it also can just be an exercise of acceptance and keep up And the way that we keep up is by taking such good care of ourselves. And really coming back to the old ways of living, right? Sleep, sunshine, nature nourishing food, saying no to things that don't feel good to us. I mean, how novel is that? And when you start to pick these things apart, it's so crazy the way our society runs. But really tuning in with what brings more joy, what makes you choose love over fear on a daily basis, on an hourly basis, on a minute by minute basis. And, you know, something that I've really learned through this time too, is healing some of my inner child and being my best ally, being my best friend and not looking for that support or positive reinforcement or based just like outside appreciation. I mean, of course it feels nice when people appreciate you, obviously. And when your family loves you and your partner loves you and your friends support you, all of that obviously is icing on the cake. But what I've really realized is I thought I was gonna happen. And my life actually feels so much more abundant and full when I don't need that from other people. When I can actually give that to myself. And then if other people give it to me freely and with love and no constraints, it's you know, it's awesome. But I don't, I don't have this like neediness for it, if that makes sense. And that was a huge revelation that I can actually be McLean's best friend. Every day, all day, every day, I can be my own best friend. Because I'm actually the one that I spend the most time with. I'm actually the one that's speaking thoughts in my head all day long, every day of my life. And it's so simple. And for some reason, it took me a long time to really get that. I mean, I've known that, you know, I've I've heard of this since I was a teenager, but to really embody it is amazing. And I think growing up, I was such a perfectionist and had, you know, childhood trauma. And so I was just like, I'll be a little Miss Perfect and not have needs and not have feelings. And I was so loved. I had loving parents, you know, that had issues as well um, and addictions and things like that. And I was so loved. There was so much love. And I also have soul contracts with my parents, all my family, you know, and I'm grateful for all of them and all my lessons. So I'm not blaming anyone. I'm just saying I had patterns, whether they're from past lifetimes or this lifetime, I had patterns. And as a girl, as a Southern girl, as a girl of my family dynamic, my family constellation, not being needy, not having needs felt very safe to me and felt very strong to me, and really fed my ego that I didn't need. And that's something that really hit home last week, too, is being able to really witness that in myself and almost laugh at myself and have great compassion for myself when that comes up. I did this retreat thing in my 20s. This was in Tennessee, and it was like a go-away kind of retreat working on different issues. And there was this one exercise we did in the woods and maybe it was like 15 of us, all women, and we were blindfolded and we were in this maze or it was, it was basically ropes tied around trees, so you're in like a corral in the woods and we were blindfolded and I had no idea how to get out. We weren't giving, given any instructions and I was the last person. Everyone else got tagged out and you could hear when people got tagged out I forgot what the word was but they would be like out or whatever and they would leave the maze and I was in there alone I don't exactly know how long but it was probably at least 30 minutes just walking around in the dark by myself and finally they were just like okay McLean we're just gonna tell you because you're not opening up to this exercise of what we're asking and that is to ask for help And it's like that stubbornness is so deeply entrenched in my bone marrow. And it's a hard thing to unlearn, to be able to ask for help and know that it's not a failure. It's not an ego thing. It's not a failure. I'm not doing anything wrong. Life is full. There's a lot going on. I have a lot on my plate right now, and a lot of it's awesome, and a lot of it it's not so awesome, but it is life right now. It's just very full and it's okay to ask for help. And it actually is empowering to ask for help. And when you can come in a place of strength and communication, really conscious communication in asking for a help, being clear, even when you don't know what to ask for, how to ask for it, being clear in that. I mean, like, I feel like I am drowning here. I need help. I don't know what it looks like, but can we look at some options? You know, just start simple, clear, clarity, 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 clarity is queen. And I'm just dialing that in, in my own personal life, in my work, with my kids, with my partner and it's not always going to be received in the way you want it to be received, right? I mean, we're all having human experiences, but at least you know that you are coming from a clean place. Your side of the road is clean. How other people react is up to them, truly. And it's not personal, really, at the end of the day. They're having their own little thing over in their sphere. So the more that I can be clear, whole, If I don't have the answers, sit on it for a couple days, meditate, make it prayer, send it to spirit, whatever that is for you. Ask for help in this, you know, the spirit realm. And I often find when we can get still and quiet enough, the answers just immediately come down. We download the answers to our own problems. So I hope any of this was helpful. I just feel like we are... As women and mothers going through so much, and it feels really isolating because a lot of us aren't seeing our friends either. We're not seeing our family members, or if we are seeing them, it's been greatly reduced because of this time. And the sisterhood feels a bit flat. I mean, I miss circling up with my sisters so much. Pretty much all of my best friends have just left LA, it's been a mass exodus. So I'm more alone, you know? I'm not having my monthly moon circles. I'm not going to meditation gatherings, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I am starting to get out a bit more and see people. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? It's just different. And so through this time, and this is actually something I've been wanting to do for the past three years. And now one of my big revelations is now is the time to actually allow myself the space to create and dream and actually birth this next part of my work and my journey. So I will be going into more detail, but I wanted to share that I am going to not be seeing as of now in-home postpartum clients for the most part. I will be offering a ton of new online offerings programs, and coaching. So whether you are a mama that is wanting to conceive, I got you. If you are pregnant and wanting support and education and spiritual counseling through your entire pregnancy, I got you for that. Postpartum, helping you get your own plan, walking alongside you as you journey from maiden to mother, helping you with recipes, yoga, meditation, couples work, hypnosis, Reiki, all of that, virtually, I'm here for you. And I actually think in some ways it's going to be so much more powerful working with women this way, especially during this portal of time. But even beyond that, this is something I've been dreaming and seeing in my mind's eye for many years now. So I'm actually super excited. And it has just taken me being real with what my dreams are, where I want to go. And the thing that's holding me back from that is I don't have the time because I'm working so much with in-home clients and I've got two kids and that's all the time I got. So it is a bittersweet decision because I love working in home with my mamas so much. I mean, it is a soul calling. It is something that has been my life's purpose over the last seven years. And it has been such a massive shift in my own healing. You know, we're often drawn to things and career and work that need to be healed within ourselves. And I know for me that was the postpartum time. And now I've healed that part of myself. I've worked and worked and worked on that myself and then been able to help other women from my own very healed space. And now I'm ready to journey into the next iteration of my postpartum work and my motherhood work and on into motherhood coaching, which I'm already doing, but I will be expanding now that I have more space and time for it. So I will be sharing more, but I really wanted and felt very called to share this today on this Real Talk because we've been isolated. We've been feeling so topsy-turvy. How are we gonna do this? What does my life look like? What do I actually want my life to look like? Now that I'm actually slowed down enough, to look at my life, to be at home with my partner, to be at home with my kids. Uh, What do I want my life to look like? What do I want my life to feel like? And I feel like so many of us are ready for the work. We're ready to dig in. We're ready to go that extra mile, dig under the layers, find our true authentic selves. And for a lot of us women, that's in our 40s, you know, after we've had our young kids, our babies. And I know at least for myself, when I turned 40, some layers really got ripped off and I was able to stand in my strength so much more. And two days ago, I just had another birthday, Scorpio season, and I didn't do a lot. Actually, I did. Well, it was in my hypnosis training, which was so healing. I love doing self betterment or self improvement or self learning things around my birthday. And in true Scorpio style, I inevitably don't ever want a party or much attention, so that wasn't a change for this year. And I did have pumpkin pie, but um you know, I'm always grateful for another year, always. Because nothing is promised. And I don't take any day for granted, and I don't take any new year for granted. And I bless all the years that I've been able to be alive and be here. And I just want you to know if you're listening, if this content helps you in your life's journey, if you want more support, if you want more guidance, if you want someone to cheerlead you and really listen to what you want for your life, and then I can help you with the tools of fleshing that out for yourself. So I'm not here to fix anybody. I am here to help you empower yourself because it's it's within you. We just need some guidance. I mean, I sure as hell need guidance and help and structure. So I'm very excited. I'm very excited for what the next couple months and into 2020 will bring for all of us and for myself and feeling excited to do something new, feeling proud of myself for trying something new, for getting out of my comfort zone, for dipping my toe in, for saying no. (laughs) You know, there's always that thing of always say yes. And not if you're a people pleaser. You're a people pleaser. The strength comes in saying no. Believe me. So for all you people pleasers out there, no, period. No is a complete sentence, And notice when you can say no from a authentic, loving, clear, respectful way. Notice how the new things open up in your life. Notice how less resentful you are, less angry you are, less gossipy you are, less bitter you are. How much happier you are. And that trickles down to your partner. Your husband, your wife, your children, certainly your children, your pets, your home. So, if you're interested, I will be starting to share a lot more about this on social media in my newsletter. If you have any questions, please reach out to me. You can always DM me on Instagram at Mother the Mother. If not, again, my email is mclean at motherthemother.com. That's M C L E A N at motherthemother.com. And on this night, November 4th, 2020, I am beaming so much love out to all of you. You know, one thing we've really seen is how divisive this country has become. Massive darkness has arisen, and it's so we can see it. So it's a blessing. And now we get to acknowledge it, we get to grieve, and we get to heal it. And we're here for it. Sending love out to all of you, beaming it out from my heart chakra. Jema. Taking charge of our health is a big responsibility and one that most of us aren't sure how to navigate. We often need a catalyst to spark our inner transformation and help us take control of our health. We need a healing catalyst. Enter Dr. Avanti Kumar Singh. Throughout her 20 years of practicing Western medicine, Dr. Kumar Singh has also studied traditional ancient healing practices of the East with a focus on Ayurveda. She teaches students and holistic practitioners across the world. And in The Healing Catalyst, Dr. Kumar Singh is demystifying Ayurveda and other integrated medicine, showing how these simple ancient practices are the key to unlocking a healthy modern life. She has extensively shared her wisdom over the past 20 years of her work. She has shared them with Fortune 500 companies, elite undergraduate and graduate institutions, Prestigious industry and medical conferences, and on and on. She is currently the co lead facilitator of the Faculty Scholars Program in Integrative Healthcare at the Osher Center for Integrative Medicine at Northwestern Medicine in Chicago. She is a new podcast in our Soulfire Productions family, and I'm so happy to introduce you to the podcast, The Healing Catalyst.